hear us through your AirPods or see us on your laptop, how about meeting us in real life? Because we're taking Queer Money on the road this summer and fall. Visit QueerMoneyPodcast.com forward slash tour or the link in your podcast player to find out when we'll be in your neighborhood. You're listening to Queer Money episode 201. Scenario. The gyms are closed and you're being a good neighbor by practicing social distancing. You decide to head to the park for a run. As you walk up to the crosswalk, you accidentally drop your phone, hitting a rock, and the screen cracks. Your budget doesn't have the 80 bucks to immediately get it fixed. So, how are you going to pay for it? Do you tap your emergency savings or do something else? That's what this week's show is about, paying for unexpected, non-emergency expenses. And this is a listener question episode. We make the Queer Money Podcast for you, so please email your money questions to questions at debtfreeguys.com or post them in the Queer Money Facebook group and we may answer it in an upcoming episode. There's personal finance for the masses. This is not personal finance for the masses. This is Queer Money. How does your bank support the LGBT community? Not at all? For Pride in June? Or 365 days a year? Capital One proudly supports the LGBT community throughout the year. Maybe it's time to support a bank that supports us. Go to debtfreeguys.com forward slash cafe for more info. The foundation for living fabulously, not fabulously broke is a good credit score. A good credit score can save you tens of thousands of dollars over your lifetime. A bad credit score can cost you tens of thousands of dollars and cause you to miss out on other great opportunities. Sign up for the free improve or build your credit score powered by Experian Boost and watch your credit score improve by 5 to 50 points in 15 minutes. Go to debtfreeguys.com forward slash boost. Now, on with the show. As I mentioned in the outset, this is an episode where we're taking a question from one of our listeners. Today's question comes from Rob. He emailed us at the questions at debtfreeguys.com email address. He asks us, my queer money question is about home ownership. As a young homeowner, I don't have much equity in my home. I bought my house about a year and a half ago and am on a 30-year fixed mortgage. Between my mortgage and student loans, about $15,000, my expenses are manageable and I do not carry any credit card debt. Yay, Rob. However, my issue is that I sometimes have trouble affording home repairs renovations. For example, I need to repair my retaining wall and have received estimates averaging $7,000. Most contractors require half of the cost to be paid when booking the job and the remaining half to be paid when the job is completed. For my current situation, making a $3,500 payment is not feasible. I was wondering if there are any other options or methods for paying for home renovations and repairs without utilizing a home equity line of credit. And of course there is. (laughs) (laughs) There's the question. Really what the the question here is, the crux of this is, is, What is an unexpected expense and how is it different from an emergency expense? And how do I pay for it? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. So simply put, an unexpected expense is an expense that does not need to be covered immediately. So postponing, paying for it, repurchasing it, buying another one, whatever, is not going to cost you more or either financially, physically, whatever, down the road if you neglect to fix it or pay for it today. So some examples that would fall into this category are Rob's retaining wall, actually. Um, a minor fender bender. Yes, we don't like that our cars have nicks or, or small dents, but no one is going to be hurt or hampered by the fact that there might be a minor fender bender. Or, as in the example in the outset, you cracked your phone. 
yes, no one likes to have a cracked phone, but you're not going to, your life can continue without that. If your phone stays cracked, it's not going to depreciate the value uh, precipitously over time. And we probably all have that friend who has always has a cracked <laughs> phone and they have proven that you can live with a cracked phone. An emergency expense is one that does need to be paid for immediately or there will be short and or long-term repercussions so that the more that you neglect fixing it, the more the problem exacerbates, the more costly things will get, the more uh, risk it puts on us physically or emotionally or mentally. And some examples that would fall under that category are uh, a busted out car window. If the hole in the window is big enough and it rains or snows in your car, then you've got a whole other problem. You could get mold in your car. It could ruin the lining of your car. Someone could break in. <laughs> Someone could break in and steal your car more easily. Another would be a, a broken arm. You definitely want to get that fixed. Neglecting that could actually lead to fatal consequences. Another, finally, would be uh, the hot water heater at a rental property that you might own. You are required as a landlord to make sure that you have hot water and heat in your apartment. And if you neglect to do so, that could lead to legal consequences down the road if you don't maintain that hot water heater. And that could cost you more in the long run as opposed to just fixing the hot water heater today. So the difference between the two. First, the immediacy of needing to pay to resolve the problem. That's the first difference. Right. You need to either do it right now or you can Or you can it. wait. Right. right. You have the luxury of waiting a little bit. The second difference is the options for paying for it. With the unexpected expense, you can shop around and find other ways to pay for it. You can look for better deals. You can look for alternatives that may be more or less expensive or more or less valuable. For emergencies, you have to rely on the funds that you can get your hands on pretty quickly, which ideally, if you've got your emergency savings set up for the three to six to nine months that most financial services professionals recommend, you can tap into that for your emergency savings. If that's not available or if there's a better way to pay for it, um, you have insurance. Uh, and at the very least, you can always tap credit cards or maybe even a, a worst case scenario, tapping uh, friends or family, which we'll elaborate here on uh, in a few minutes. Right. So we want to get to this idea of how do you prepare for these unexpected expenses? You know, these are the ones that as John just mentioned, you have some options for paying for, ones that don't need to be paid for right away. So again, it gives you the opportunity to shop around or find other ways to pay for this. Our first one is one that we would recommend, especially for Rob, but I think for any homeowner, start a dedicated savings account, especially for these kinds of expenses. If you're a homeowner, you should be saving anywhere between 2 to 3% of the value of your home annually for maintenance and emergencies. So that means if you own a house that's $200,000, you should be saving anywhere between four dollars and $6,000 a year so that you can take care of maintenance and emergencies. So it, it really is incumbent upon us as homeowners, in this case especially, to make sure that we are taking care of something that we own, right? Exactly. And as a homeowner, before becoming a homeowner, this expense should be factored into your annual budget because neglecting to maintain your home will depreciate the value of your home. And this is a responsibility whether you own a single family home or if you own a condo in a condo building and you have HOA expenses, there are still expenses, uh, whether you have to pay for yourself out of pocket or through your HOA, that you're responsible for paying for. And including this line item in your budget helps you maintain or manage that expense. 
exactly. Now, when you do this, we want to encourage you to have this as a separate savings account for these bucketed unexpected expenses, especially when it comes to homes. I think all of us realize when it comes to your home, you're going to have some unexpected and emergencies that arise from time to time. I think that there are a few other things that we can think about, maybe owning a car. For the example, phones, maybe we should set aside a little extra money. But this- Dogs, if you have a dog, you exactly. have reoccurring expenses that you should plan for. <laughs> so you, know, you want to have some money set aside for these unexpected expenses. And the idea here is that you can then tap this money fairly quickly. But we also want to remember that we want to have this, as we said, at an arm's length away, a separate savings account. That's not something you would just automatically want to reach for when you find you're over your budget because you've gone out to eat. <laughs> so finally, we want to encourage you that if you're going to set up this dedicated savings account, use a high yield savings account so that you can earn some money on the money that's sitting there. The Defrey guys want to encourage you to exercise extra caution right now as there have been an increased number of fraud, phishing, and other scams during the COVID-19 crisis. And then our second recommendation, if you don't already have this dedicated savings account to manage these reoccurring expected non-emergency expenses, is to tap your emergency savings. And we put some caveats on this. If you have a sizable emergency savings account, such as the three, six to nine months worth of living expenses reserved, and you have a cracked phone, for example, that's going to cost you about $50 to $80. Yes, there's not really a problem to tap your emergency savings account to cover that expense if it's important enough to you and you've made the commitment that you will return that $50 to $80 back to your emergency savings account. Now, if you've only got a couple hundred dollars in your emergency savings account and you have a cracked phone that's going to cost you about $50 to $80, it does not make sense to spend a quarter to a third of your emergency savings to pay for something that's not all that important. Um, so we suggest uh, as an alternative to not having a dedicated savings account for some of these expenses, tapping your emergency savings account with those caveats, regardless of why you tap that account. We definitely want to encourage you to make sure you put all that money back into your emergency savings account, maybe with a little extra to sort of like penalize yourself for not having had a dedicated <laughs> savings account prior to that. <laughs> The third option that you have to pay for these unexpected or prepare for these unexpected expenses is to rely on financing. Now, that's this is going to cost you, right? Uh, especially for homeowners, if you have equity that you can tap, tapping into a home equity line of credit is a great way to pay for these kinds of larger expenses. Now, remember, Rob said that he doesn't have this. And what's interesting is when we asked in the Queer Money Facebook group what Rob should do, this was the number one recommendation was to get a home equity line of credit. Although in the group, we didn't caveat that Rob doesn't have access to this. So if you're a homeowner, this is one thing you can do, especially for the unexpected expenses by taking care of them would add value to your home. That can actually be a beneficial way to improve the value of your home with a home equity line of credit. But remember, it's going to cost you, you're going to be paying some money in interest. Then, you know, when it comes to financing, there are a couple of other options. You could use a personal loan. Now, the problem with most personal loans is they don't have collateral. You're not putting anything up 
against this, like saying that you're going to borrow against the value of your home. One of the important things here is on all of these financing, but especially this one, you're going to need a good credit score. You're going to have to have a good credit history. Now, if you're struggling with your credit score, remember we have the free improve and build your credit score course that's available on our site so that you can improve your credit score and be able to tap into financing at a lower cost when you need it. Third option here, and this is one that is sometimes good, especially if you're in Rob's situation where you don't have debt, except for, in I think in his case, we have some student loan debt, but he doesn't have credit card debt, right? So use a zero interest on new purchases credit card. We did a little research. There are uh, some of these credit cards out there and available right now. The nice thing is, is we've seen time periods of where this can go to 18 months where you can basically have zero interest on new purchases for 18 months. So you're really not going to have to pay any interest. This is probably one of the lowest cost ways of financing something like this. The other things that you can do is borrow money from family. <laughs> now, we don't, we don't necessarily recommend this one. It's not a great idea. Makes for it, an interesting Thanksgiving dinner. Exactly. <laughs> and that's, that's partly the reason why we don't necessarily always recommend this one is because it can cause some difficulty between family members. And then finally, and this is a, a relatively newer thing, use peer-to-peer lending. There are some peer-to-peer lending sites out there. The problem with peer-to-peer lending is you're borrowing from a stranger but they're looking to make some money off of this, right? So you're going to pay a little bit higher than usual interest rates. But that's probably if you have a hard time accessing money anywhere else. So what should Rob do? What's our advice to Rob? Well, our number one advice to Rob is to start saving his home maintenance savings account as soon as possible. He has some time to fix this retaining wall. It's not an emergency. It doesn't have to be fixed immediately. So start saving up money now with that new account and then continue to put money into that account even beyond when this retaining wall is fixed. What we would suggest doing is pick an account an arm's length away, ideally at an institution he doesn't currently have a relationship with, and then start direct depositing into this account each paycheck to the extent that he can afford to do so. Save as much money for the retaining wall as possible before uh, he goes ahead and gets it fixed. Rob's expense is not emergency, so he has some time. And whether there's something to fix today or not, all homeowners should consider opening this home maintenance savings account today. And then adjust your budget accordingly so that you can make the money go into this savings account and it doesn't adversely affect your other expenses. Our second recommendation, if need be, and if there's enough money saved, tap into your emergency savings. But that's only if you have enough money in the emergency savings account to do so. If withdrawing money from this account is going to put you in a more risky situation, then we don't suggest tapping your emergency savings because this is not actually an emergency. Our third recommendation here for Rob is to get one of those zero interest on new purchases credit cards and pay it off ASAP. Now, this will probably be the best way for him to save the most amount of money if you are financing this, Rob. This is an option. You already told us that you don't have credit card debt. For those of you who do, we don't want to encourage you to get another credit card, right? Uh, But this can be an option, especially if you have a good track record of making sure you're paying off those credit cards because this one would save you the most amount of money. Our fourth option is to get a personal loan and pay that off as soon as possible. 
So we hope those four suggestions work for you, Rob. Enjoy your new front or backyard with that great new retaining wall. (laughs) Yes. So in review, our advice to Rob and to anybody who uh, wants to prepare for these unexpected, not emergency expenses. One, start your home maintenance savings account with a direct deposit. Robert's expense isn't an emergency, so he does have some time that he can save for it. And to the extent that he can save as much as possible, the better. The more he can save, essentially, the better. And then adjust your monthly budget so that you can save the money. So you've got this new account set up. Unless it's an emergency, which we've discussed that it's not, maybe take $25 or $50 from each paycheck and have that direct deposited into this non-emergency savings account. Yeah. The other options that we want to suggest for Rob is that zero interest on new purchases credit card and pay that off as soon as possible. That's going to allow him to spread this $3,500 or $7,000 expense over upwards of 18 months, which may make it to be a reasonable payment for him. One of the things here is that's probably going to allow him to save the most money if he uses something like this. Again, we're caveating this with if you don't have credit card debt, this may be an option. If you already have credit card debt, we don't want to encourage you to get more credit cards. And then finally, get a personal loan and pay that off ASAP. So got some suggestions here for you, Rob. We hope that these work for you. Get that retaining wall fixed and enjoy your front or backyard. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to another episode of Queer Money. Here's our Queer Money takeaway for this episode. As many are realizing right now, unexpected and emergency expenses arise all the time. Whether you own a home or not, start an emergency savings account and a bucketed savings account for unexpected expenses. Use a high-yield savings account and possibly keep it at arm's length to prevent tapping into it for simple excuses. We make the Queer Money Podcast for you, so please email your money questions to questions at debtfreeguys.com or post them in the Queer Money Facebook group, and we may answer it in an upcoming episode. Thanks, and have a great week. The Debt Free Guys want to encourage you to remember to use mobile and virtual banking services during this time. Also, remember those who may not have grown up using these kinds of services and lend a hand wherever possible. Remember, the foundation for living fabulously, not fabulously broke, is a good credit score. A good credit score can save you tens of thousands of dollars over your lifetime. Bad credit score can cost you tens of thousands of dollars and cause you to miss out on other great opportunities. Sign up for the free Improve or Build Your Credit Score Powered by Experium Boost and watch your credit score improve between 5 and 50 points in 15 minutes. Go to debtfreeguys.com forward slash boost. From Los Angeles, California to Winooski, Vermont, we're taking queer money on the road. Join us as we gamify personal finance with Queer Money Bingo or catch our signature Live Fabulously, Not Fabulously Broke Talk and so much more in between. Check out queermoneypodcast.com forward slash tour or the link in your podcast player regularly for date and location updates.